VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This played on an episode of Jackin a couple of weeks ago. It's been stuck in my head. Ecstasy, ecstasy, e e e e ecstasy. She's a naughty girl with, with a, a bad habit. habit, a bad habit for drugs. She's a party girl with a bad, bad habit. habit, a bad habit for drugs. <laughs> and do I need to watch? Summer Heights High again. So I don't know. Good. If you haven't watched Summer Heights High, it is not for everybody, but I absolutely love it. And it has one of the best songs of all time, which is She's a Naughty Girl with a Bad Habit, which, yes, was a song that was played during a high school musical that the teacher wrote for them to do. So About a kid fun. who died, who overdosed. Who, who overdosed. Went, went to die, a real kid in the high school. She's a naughty girl with a bad it's habit. It's so crazy. It's such a Yikes. fun show. Yeah, it's great. It's dark. It's fucking crazy. It's very dark. It's very funny. Wow. It's so good. Uh, so, I ju- so I'm feeling it today. Welcome to page seven. And maybe, you know, I, I am feeling, I said this to Holden and MJ earlier, and I apologize. I'm going to say it again. I... Love you both, but I hate the fact that I'm talking to both of you right now because Crescent City 3 was released last night and we had a great Akatar stream about it. Oh, did we gabs about it? We had so much fucking fun. And now I have to talk about other things. I don't care about anything else. All I want to be doing is reading Crescent City right now. I love you both, but fuck off. I'm Logan Roy now. <laughs> I think it's sweet that you are so enthusiastic about reading. I was saying to you, it reminds me of how Harry Potter got all the youth so excited about reading and this horny lady is doing the yeah, same for horny you, ladies. Did you sit in the car out front of the book released at Barnes & Noble doing bumps of cocaine before you picked up your copy? That is my question. I will say there was a lot less cocaine at this book release <laughs> and um, a lot more... Well, I mean, don't worry. The bong rips were the same amount, but <laughs> all the cocaine was gone, which is why I couldn't stay up. I finally landed in my Kindle at midnight. I read one chapter past. I read because oh, Sarah had dropped the prologue and the first chapter on Friday. So I had already read those. So I read the second chapter and then I fell asleep. And this is where I'm just sitting here. I need it. 
I need it in my how veins. Beef, how beefy are we talking? How beefy is this book? What are we looking at here? What's the, pa- oh, what's the page? Oh, she's big. She big. She big. And I see a book oh, like that. Oh, Gideon has all the Game of Thrones books and everything, and I see it, and I'm just like, I feel. I always felt a little bit bad as a kid because I was like, I loved reading, of course, but like I was a kid that if you like, I was never like, I would rather choose to read than like watch Saved by the Bell. Like I right. always like wanted to watch TV more than I wanted to read, which makes which made me feel like a like a naughty kid, uh-huh. you know, and and so I and I see these big ass books. Gideon's watching Lord of the Rings with the kids, yes, and I'm just like, I, I don't. Just it's too long. No, too so you got to change your head about it, MJ. Care. It's all about getting lost, yeah, indulging yeah. in this world. So the bigger the better when it comes to those Game of Thrones books because you're like, oh, I just get to be. In totally it. immersed in this other place that's not the subway. That's what that makes City sense. Yes. I also hate I mean, finishing books. It's sad to finish a book because then I'm like, oh no, now what? You right. know, it's the same like finishing a series. And so maybe I should embrace the 600 page. Yeah, and and same with the movies. Fantasy. It's like, oh, it's Ooh, like this a, is 900 pages. 900 pages. Oh, wow. It's like yeah, with the movies too. With Lord of the Rings extended, I wanted them to be extended, and I wanted to watch all the special features because I just wanted to stay in that world with those actors and those characters and you know all that great music and all that great model work and everything you just want to you know just be this this I'm happy for you guys like I said I always felt inadequate I tried to read the hobbit when I was a kid everyone was like you like reading hobbit short read hobbit quit that's the thing that's I was the... like boro snoro <laughs> I know this is like my least popular opinion I mean I will say I know. if you're well hey I'm bored by history so we all have our thing I know we, we all have our you, thing you were, your history, you're just bored by well, long dull. books. You're just like, you're felled by a long book. Well, specifically fantasy. Wait, specifically fantasy? You mean you're against the idea of world building? I'm not against it as it. I'm not. I don't think it shouldn't exist, but I, it's not for me. And this is. I'm married to a fantasy man. MJ and I got this from my own father, where it was like, I don't. I don't do sci-fi or fantasy. I'm a literature person. Yes. I like literature. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm not. I don't think I'm better than anyone. Okay, so don't. Oh, sure. By the way, no worry. one accused you of that, MJ. So it's interesting you say that just now. No one accused you that, but I feel I, like you are. Kind I mean, I think you are better than other people, but slip a little I'm, bit. I'm worse than other people, but I, I just. Like uh, Gideon mentioned wargs in his wedding vows. He's so excited to be talking about the the wargs and the, he's teaching the kids about the wargs. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I still don't even, it was in our wedding and I don't still don't know what a warg Just is. I think it's one of those an animal. It's really kind of more akin to Jackie's lusts. Yeah, it's more of like anything a shifter, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a monster that one yeah. might do fucking on. Might have fuck with. <laughs> I just don't you guys think I I feel like it's like the people who think cilantro tastes like soap. I just I uh-huh. feel like I was born without the gene My dad's to like enjoy this. it. My dad doesn't yeah. like fantasy sci-fi so I grew up really not at all into it, you know, like I mean outside of like Star Wars and stuff, but it wasn't he especially and he, you know, if you've been to my home or my parents' house, uh it's like a library in there. There's just books lining like the there's just bookshelves up to the ceiling in like multiple rooms, but he's just not uh, a fantasy sci-fi person, you know, and so it really got to me later in life, but I think that is what I learned to love about it was like, oh, 
I don't need to like be metaphored into a lesson today. Totally, reading should be just fun get, like, and thrilling. Lost. Uh, yeah, yes. I can just enjoy just totally. like being in this place and like being transported to another place. You know what I mean? I, and totally. then is it a parallel dimension? Is it time travel? We don't know Crescent city. What is going on? We don't know. We don't know where the portal, how it took her there. How She's are the speaking books a language come that, aligning that hasn't been spoken in 15,000 years? I, you know, I, understand where you're coming from, MJ. And I think that it is just the opposite for me just because I like to, um, I like the steep learning curve of fantasy. Yeah. Like when you're getting into a new series and you're like, okay, I gotta learn all the rules of this new world. Yeah, yeah. And I love how every book is different, how it has its own little gems of things of like, okay, well, but then that's the problem is then you get them kind of confused in your head. I mean, don't even get me started on like the meaning of lightning when I can't compare between Fourth Wing and Crescent City. I can't because the the two books don't. It's not they don't go hand. <laughs> Gideon in used it. to make fun of me when we would watch Game of Thrones because I'd be like, "Where are the elves?" And he's like, "There's no elves in Game of Thrones." And I was like, "Well, it looks exactly like Lord of the Rings to me." Okay, they're, all just, they're you? all just marching through a field. It looks the same. To, oh, it's snowing. How they're dare marching, you? not We've running. That's how you know run. it's Game of Thrones and not Lord of the Rings. Yes. Come on, uh, MJ. Running and versus. Going, oh! <laughs> you know, I, I, it's kind of funny. You were actually describing Jackie, what I love about like video games, like starting a new, like big open world video game and like learning all the different mechanics. And I love opening the menus and like learn going through all of the menus and seeing, yeah, it's just, I love that shit. But MJ, could you be sold if there is smut in it? Or are you, are, are you not a big smut reader? We've never <laughs> discussed this before. I know I should keep trying. I mean, my fa like, listen, the reason I say, I don't think I'm better than anyone is because I exclusively read for fun. I had to stop reading nonfiction because I had just slowed down. I was like, Oh, I'm reading like a good, informative book and then I like would just not I would read it so slowly like I may as well yeah reading and I had a roommate at the time who was like always have one like nonfiction yeah. book and one fiction book yeah and so I started just reading fun fiction and so my exact shit is like Big Little Lies, mm -hmm. right? Like oh. that genre, oh. the housewife murder mystery. Oh. Which, by the so, way, I would argue is schlockier than like fantasy. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not standing on any sort of like um, merit in terms of what's good or not. Yeah. Like, I like the confession, though. I appreciate this. <laughs> it's not because I'm like, I like the literature. It's not even, I'm not reading William Faulkner. I you couldn't know? put Gone Girl down. Yes, I really Gone. couldn't. It was so strong. It was just such a page turner. You're a beach read. I'm a beach read bitch. Yeah. Anything that has been turned into a movie or a show like like the Carrie Washington show yes. I read those books um I read all of the I read Big Little Lies I read Gone Girl oh. all of that the husband's secret the husband's I will also secret. say if you guys <laughs> are both secret. the husband's secret, secret was really fucking good what's the secret what is the uh, secret I can't tell you the secret oh, all right. the secret you wait the whole but book. it's a big it's, it's a, a bad big secret, secret. And yeah, you know, <laughs> when you find that out about your husband you probably gotta leave him but um, if you guys like Gone Girl you should totally watch American Night Nightmare, which is that Netflix? I just started show. it last night. Do you watch? It's 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 pretty what great. Yeah. It's really Wait, great. By the way, is the secret? He has a big uh, chair that uh, sits over a cage. It's a bit of yeah, It's a bit of an Army Hammer's dad situation. <laughs> it's yeah. a little Army Hammer's dad. What's what yeah. on Netflix? It's called American Nightmare. Oh yeah, I need it, to see this. It was around the time of Gone Girl coming out, and they were like, they just straight up were like, "This is a Gone Girl murder." 
It's Gone Girl movie. Ah. Because Gone Girl was so huge. Yeah, it is interesting to be like, what if an American bestseller influenced like a real life true crime? It's cool. very interesting. Oh, I'm way in. Yeah, yes. it is cool. American Nightmare. I'm way in. Highly recommend. Um, I guess we talk. We do talk about things that aren't <laughs> books. I know I'm book like a oh, book Uh-oh. now. Yeah, it's, I'm a little book talk over here. And I, I'm sorry. I'm I'm inundated right now. I'm also living in the world of dragons because I'm in Iron Flame, which is the second after Fourth Wing. I'm all over the place when it comes to smut, but I am all on top of the place when it comes to talking about trailer. And I don't think I like the hyphen, <laughs> the I was about to say hibernated. That's not the word. I think a lot of people would wish they would hibernate. I think they wish they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go go underneath. It's the, well, I mean, it is ending of winter. The final 10 darkest weeks of the last year and into this year are over. Thank God. The sun is coming out again. We are, we are, we, it will be nice again soon, guys. But yes, I have to talk about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey because they're both going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> and, you know, good for her. She doesn't even have to perform at I it. I actually watched uh, this last Sunday because I was invested. Oh, my God. You watched the I watched the both game? games. Yeah, because. the game. Well, I wanted the Ooh. Lions to win, too. And unfortunately, they lost. The Lions have never made it to a Super Bowl ever. And so it was like this crazy. Uh, what I wanted to happen was Taylor Swift's Chiefs versus the Lions because the Lions have historically, they, they at the playoff game they won was the first time they they won two, but the first one they won was the first time they've won a playoff game in over 30 years. It's just been Look this. Look at this football man who's joining us this morning, Look at Jackie. Yeah, what is happening? There were six. I just wanted to see Taylor Swift Chiefs versus the Lions. So I still get my Taylor Swift Chiefs in the Super Bowl, which I'm excited about. And also, though, I just want to um, throw it out there. GOP. I I get it. You're you're upset. <laughs> the conspiracy is real. The 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 powers to be are puppeteering Taylor Swift to win the Biden election in 2024. I get it. I, you must be so bummed out that this many secret Illuminati organizations are working together. A giant statue of an owl or something is happening. Are yes. you ready for yes. it? And it's, yes. Yes. <laughs> are you ready for it? And then just a picture of like very old Biden slowly walking into the frame. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I mean. And you're like, I'm not, but I'm I guess I have to be. Slowly falling yeah. Is that what I have to be ready oh for? This, this is my year's favorite. Gonna be a nightmare. MJ, how are you feeling I about this, this year? What do you do? What do you think about oh, this? Oh, politically, year? no, I wish I was Don't. dead. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's horrible. It's but it's I do think it's very funny that Republicans are scared that Taylor will sway the election because I, I'm on Instagram a lot. And a lot of conservative women love Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. And as we talk about all the time, Taylor Swift um, seems to be pretty clearly has evolved into somebody with, I think, liberal-ish politics. And also, she is a lady who wants everyone to love her. Mm -hmm. And so she's in a tough position. I think she very clearly is like not alienating to conservative at all in terms of like how many women love her she's clearly like it's not she's not a partisan to be a swifty does not mean you're automatically a democrat right right how i wonder i would love to see how fast the votes came in if she ran for president <laughs> to win the election i would love to see just how fucking i don't want her to be president <laughs> no of course no not but I, i'd vote but you know i'd vote that's you know it's just so like this was 
I was laughing also about that. I know this is a different story, but Hillary weighed Hillary Clinton weighed in on the Barbie scandals. Yes. Oh my god, so funny! <laughs> wow, political I pop, could pop, sleep. Uh, political trigger <laughs> yes. warning uh, right up top. Yes. Hashtag trigger Hillary warning. Barbie. Please start it off with hashtag Hillary Barbie. Hashtag Hillary Barbie. Which yeah, that's not even how. Hashtag Hillary Barbie. Hashtag Hillary Barbie. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ooh, but it, I was Sorry, like... Sorry, that is a sidebar. Just so everyone knows, <laughs> Hillary Clinton pub, like posted on Insta. It just says, Greta and Margot, while it can sting to win the box office, but not take home the gold, your millions of fans love you. You're both so much more than Knuff. Hashtag Hillary Barbie. Hashtag Hillary Barbie. <laughs> so many people are upset about somebody. They're just like, this is just so not a, a, a real issue right now. Mixed with, I can't believe you're inserting yourself into this. Even within Oscars discourse, it yeah. was, I feel like, you know, I understand why people are upset, of course. Yeah, it also, came and it went, though. Right. It, came, it was like not even within the exclusively the world of pop culture. It was like, oh, wow, I can't believe like the man got a nomination. And then two of the big women who made the movie like successful didn't like interesting. But then for Hillary Clinton to be like, this is like what happened to me. And it's like, I'm not sure you need to enter the chat, Yeah, yeah that's such a weird one. Also, Greta Gerwig did get nominated for screenplay. So it's totally. not like they got... To and what's funny is Barbie got nominated a lot. It got Best Movie. It got Supporting Actress. And no one's talking... By the way, all the women, America Ferreira got nominated. I don't know. It's a weird thing to make such... It's like... It feels very like you got to nominate everybody I, it, for the movie. It's just like right. no, this was a, this is not even really an Oscar movie technically on any which was other why year. it was so cool that it did. I, yeah. right. I was like, this is not an Oscar movie. It's so much more than it, it. Anyone would have thought it would have done. No one would have thought that Barbie movie would get sweep the Oscars. Totally. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, it's like you owe us this. It's like no, no, they don't. <laughs> no, they That's don't. great. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if Margot Robbie or Greta Gerwig. And or both of them at the same time got nominated, I would be like, hell of yeah. Course. Like, I wouldn't be like, totally. I wouldn't be mad about it, but Absolutely. like, it's so crazy that it's funny now how like everybody just like, t when everybody's like, no, this is the cultural shift of things, you were supposed to nominate them all. And then everybody like whines about it for a week. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just, it's like, it's not how things work. You don't just like, you can't just complain. A thing untrue. Also, I will say, if you look at the experience that I would assume that Margot Robbie had while shooting Barbie, and then you try to compare it to, like, Emma Stone and Poor Things, if you're going to compare what's, like, the the acting performance of two different people uh -huh. in two very different movies, I think it's a lot harder to do what Emma Stone did. Right. What Margot Robbie... Like, I'm not saying she's not amazing in the movie. Yeah. But I will say... Uh, there's a difference in, you know, like what Lily Gladstone brought to Killers of the Flower Moon than what Margot Robbie brought to Barbie. I'm just saying. 
I'm just saying. I I, I think the take, the better take is like, wow, I can't believe Ryan Gosling got nominated in to playing a very not that Oscar-y is more role. totally the, the conversation what it right. should be. I, yeah. I get that, but I understand. I understand why everyone got upset. Totally, totally. It was really what I, I I love like a low stakes but engaging. Pop culture conversation. Pop culture conversation, you yes. Know? Yeah. And I was like, yes, this is not like a horrific, such a horrifically violent snub of talent that like- Yeah, it's not a man walking on stage and slapping another <laughs> man in front of an entire room full of people in the entire country. It's not like or, that. Or, you know, it's... like if you look at like the, uh, obviously people spent the last decade talking about the like, you know, l- generation long disparities in terms of who gets nominated, what films get recognized, what films, what actors do and don't. So it's not not like that stuff isn't important. But yeah, this was one of those things where I was like, Barbie movie was great. I'm so glad it did so well. It really was like the era's tour in terms of like a moment that like everybody coalesced around, whether you had, whether you loved it or hated it, it was like oh, so cool. And then like, oh wow, I can't believe like we have a best actor nom for Ken. That's really fun. Good for America Ferreira. Great. Uh, interesting that, you know, the two women who also were a huge part of it didn't get the nomination. Like, it was, like, all fine, you know? And then it was, like, immediately, like, all conversation on the internet does lately just, like, just slipped into the toilet and it was, like... Hashtag Hillary Barbie, <laughs> Hashtag Hillary Barbie. Uh, please. And, um, and uh, that's <laughs> why I think it's fun to wonder about Taylor Swift somehow spoiling the election for the Democrats because Taylor Swift uh, is somebody who has a lot more popularity than literally any other political figure right now. She's got to be a psyop. There's no way she's not. (laughs) I love the idea that she's a psyop and that she is being planted to get the American people to do things. I I mean, she is. And did you see that she single-handedly, she contributed to a rise in inflation. There's a story today from uh, 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 about the fed and about how they're worried about inflation and they literally attribute like a percentage points of gdp growth to the eras tour because she brought sold out crowds and like and like filled up hotels and restaurants in all these different cities and it is funny how little i know about adult things because mj sent this article that was talking about the feds inflation thing and i was like i don't understand what any of this means oh yeah i was no, like I had is to read this it slowly. bad or is this good <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this is. <laughs> I had to do a that, close reading of that one. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, right, that makes me feel see. better because I, I see all these percentages and I'm like, oh, it's it went from three point seven and then it went to three point eight. <laughs> oh no, like oh or oh yes, right? No, I don't, I don't know enough about the GDP either, but I just feel like, listen, I know that you don't want us to talk about her here on page seven. I know that everybody's over it. People don't want to. <laughs> Cut to her at the football games. But how interesting that we have our current pop culture diva of the moment is literally shaping the planet with her carbon emissions and her uh, influence on the global economy. I just think I can't, can't help but stand that, you know, superhero shit, dude, or super villain. Yes. Either way, I'm here for it. I just can't believe her boyfriend's going to the Super Bowl. What planet? Her boyfriend's going to the Super Bowl, except at the same time, there are sexually explicit AI images of Taylor Swift that were leaked to the internet. And, and, Day block. And, and I'm Sorry. not saying that's a good thing. It's a very bad thing, of course. But again, Taylor Swift, one of the most influential people on the fucking planet right now, if she can get some control around AI, yeah. then I'll fucking vote for her, honestly. Like, it's disturbing. It's it's a weird... No one can get it under control, but maybe she can. Yeah, it feels like such an unstoppable 
reality we're now in because it just it, anyone can get their hands on this software and distribute anything. But I'm am hopeful that we can get ahead of it because it feels real fucking gross to me, man. Like to take, and I think more or less. I think less about Taylor Swift and I think about women I know in my life, men, yeah. women, anybody. Just I people, know in my yeah, life. Of, yeah. of of what they're going to go through, being able to use your, I mean, us with like what we do for a living of using your our voices to say anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is so like while there's so much fun. Like I mean, I love listening to Henry's AI version of I think it was That's Life <laughs> is what he was singing. Which is very fun and very, but creepy in a different way. But I do appreciate that PSYOP Taylor Swift is hopefully going to be used for good in this in this way because SAG-AFTRA then came out and was like, well, that is why we are going to continue to support legislation by U.S. Rep. Joe Morrell, the Preventing Deepfakes of Intimate Images Act, to make sure we stop exploitation of this nature from happening again. We support Taylor and women everywhere who are the victims of this kind of theft of their privacy and right to autonomy. And so, yeah, user to get this fucking, let's get more of these bills. Yeah, in yeah, it's let's a weird one. And it did make me really upset. I saw one on Twitter and it was honestly more on the innocent side, but just enough, like alluding enough to gross stuff that I was just, I immediately like muted the person on my feed or whatever. It was just like, ugh. Like it just made me sick to my stomach to see clearly someone being against their will portrayed in like a really like disgusting, you know, Yuck. over the top sexual way, you know, that they didn't sign up for. And man, if you want to see stuff like that, I'm telling you. You can find it, man. There is just scenes of just multiple men, women. I'm gonna stop you right there. Costumes. I don't want to know. Yeah, I don't want to know. All you know I, what I, mean? all I what I do want to say is capes. There's a you know cape what is the section? sexiest thing of all? Consent. And I'm throwing that out there. There is nothing yeah, sexier man. than consent. Yes. And that is forever. You don't want to look at these. I I I did. I didn't even look it up. I didn't yeah, want to. Yeah. I didn't want to. Can know. I show you? Can I, I show you my cape? Yes, you can, Gronky. <laughs> and that is how it should work. But it's and right. well, when. When there's a even Gronky in the house. Asks, even yeah. Gronky gets consent, and that's how you know that consent is sexy. And consent yes. is the viewer, too. I didn't ask to see that fucking picture. Pissed me off. Right. I didn't look for that. Right. I haven't looked at I haven't tried to look at all because it's like, A, it's not real. So what's the I don't know. I I guess I'm I'm at the point. I, I think I had this conversation with Jake at a point because I'm just like, at the end of the day, all the AI like porn stuff, I just deep down. I have no interest as a human because I know it's not real. And that disconnect makes me in no way, much less consensual. You know what I mean? I would try VR porn though. Yeah, but again, at some point, but yeah. VR porn. I'm I'm intrigued by the but idea. That's different. That's a, a porn a actress who or actor or who knows who's in there. At multiple actors, multiple actor, a bunch. Oh of, yeah, but they're making and they know what they're yeah, making. Yeah, but they're they're, they're aware of, it. of they're what they're filming they're it in a way so you can enjoy it on VR and then you can get the special penis pump that <laughs> connects to the VR rig and it'll move to the motion. I mean, it's the dream, right? I mean, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, but the part. Yeah, it's like you never have to talk to anyone in real life ever again. I don't yeah, know. After walking the plank like, on the VR on Cena's VR thing, woo, I'm actually a little afraid woo. of VR porn because it 
I know how real that felt, man. Could you imagine fucking on the plank? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I would, would feel like I was cheating. I th- I definitely would feel like I was cheating. Yeah, for sure. I did not expect yeah. VR to feel as real as it felt. I really, really did it. Yes, it'll trick. It tricks the mind. It truly tricks the mind. Yeah, I got. We got to get into it. I want to talk beef talk. That's right. We're talking. Whoa, beef you're today, already shifting to beef talk. I'm just itching to get into the Nicki Minaj, Megan The Stallion. Beef. I I I love beef a good talk. I love a good hip hop beef. A good rapping beef. But you know this what I mean? one's a crazy beef. It's a crazy beef. This is a beef that you need to like get on. You got to put on your reading glasses. Yes. You got to get your stack of books, and you got to go back to like 2022. Absolutely. Which is why I felt a little afraid to weigh in on this. I'm just going to disclose. I feel like not. I do. This is not any of our area of expertise. Um. So we are. You know. Take take well. Take take what we are about to say with the limits of who we are and where we're coming from. But we got to talk about it because it's obviously the hugest story in pop culture right now. I'm first of all getting out, getting ahead of it. If you're listening, I'm afraid of you, Barb's. I'm right? very I'm scared. I'm very scared. I we're not saying anything disparaging about Nicki Minaj. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like right now. <laughs> I'm scared of her fans. The boys back in the her day. Her fans are serious. The boys back in the day considered doing an episode on drug cartels and decided not to because of the real life implications of doing a series on I drug am, cartels. I'm genuinely <laughs> scared <laughs> of talking about Nicki Minaj. It's right why now. we don't usually. Yeah. <laughs> I still my name still comes up if you uh, if I Google you know if you, I don't even have an active Google alert of myself anymore but back when the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial was going on people were keeping lists of anybody who ever said anything supportive of Amber Heard and I don't even think I did we we meticulously like just kind of didn't really weigh into that discourse on the show and people kept names of like these are the people who support Amber Heard and that is like wild yeah, and so crazy. yeah and people are getting doxxed and all sorts of stuff so just want to say, you know what I mean? What's it called? Starships? What's the song? Starships. I met you. Uh, what a song. Dude, what a song, what man. A super bass. What a song. What a great song, man. Oh, yeah. Song, it's man. super bass the rest really of my good life. Song. Super bass. Please don't so make me give good. up super bass. Good Lord. Uh, you know what I mean? That Barbie track, the credits the Barbie went track up, is great. Barbie track. I, was I don't like, know. Hell yeah. It is some great music. Right? Great but she's stuff. going after Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> yeah. Now. yeah. She is going yeah. after Megan Yeah, but let's get into it. Now that we've gotten that preface out of the way. So it all started with, um, well, some say it may have started before Megan's track, Hiss, which is like a pretty fierce track, a bit of a diss track um, coming out from Megan. Uh, and uh, within it, fans, uh, this is the thing it says, this is off of a Business Insider article. Um, I know who really, Business Insider too, if you really yeah, want to get to the cutting edge of, of the rap, of rap culture. He, they know. But oh, it says, they all know. But it says many fans believe she all, uh, she also mocked Minaj in uh, his, but she, she took aim. It should be noted. She took aim at several unnamed people on the track. So in a way, it kind of surprises me to, to like almost out yourself that hard and be like, you're talking about me. You're talking about child molesters. You're talking about me. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is. Because what right? you're talking about is there's a line and it says, these hoes don't be mad at Megan. These hoes mad at Megan's law. I don't really know what the problem is, but I guarantee y'all don't want me to start. Now, I do find it interesting because I think that a lot of people, I would assume, I didn't know what Megan's law was. I would listen to that and not understand totally. that it was a diss. Because I had no idea what Megan's Law was, but Nicki Minaj certainly knows what Megan's Law is and took it as a complete attack 
on her brother and as well as her husband because Megan's Law here, I got, is I got US... the breakdown here. Megan's Law is the name it's... for a federal law and informal name for a subsequent... Well, I was just about to read the scene. <laughs> the same thing with Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, they had it on hand. Do you want to do it, Jackie? No, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the United States, requiring law enforcement authorities to make information available to the public regarding registered sex offenders. Uh, laws were created in response to the murder of Megan Kenka. So there's that's the Megan's Law part of it. But anyways, it's literally just requiring sex offenders to, uh, you know, yeah, I guess it's kind of why there's the whole having to introduce yourself to everybody in your neighborhood and all that kind of stuff, you know what Which, I mean? And also there is like a valuable and interesting conversation about how the sex offender registry is like really not helpful, but that's not part of what's happening here. So that's we can just not, table yeah. that. We can just table that. That's a different conversation. That's a different, different conversation. Show. That's a whole thing. Totally. I just want to put that out there. But but her, uh, Nikki's husband is a registered sex offender. So, so this... So, so that is why it appeared to be a dig yeah, at her. Because he pled guilty in 1995 to the attempted rape of a 16-year-old girl, all right? And that's just the fa- that's just them facts, bro. So you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm, like, scared of the barbs. But at the same time, there's this very uncomfortable truth about Nicki Minaj and her family. And there's also it's also her brother as well has some, is it allegations or previous? Uh, that's the only one I don't know the specifics on. But uh, her brother also has stuff, and so it's just a awkward. It's a it's a tough subject to crack upon. But at the same time, uh, you have this very fierce fan base. So it's just this weird, like Chinese finger trap of a scenario. When but it also, comes to- Nikki like is you know likes d- drama. I think, and so like the the his track came out, and then since then. Nikki has had like many tweets and Instagram live, like her own track that came out like, and, and so it seems there called seems Bigfoot. to be, she dropped that Bigfoot. on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a dig at, at Megan because Megan got shot in the foot and like, yeah, th- you mean like the line bad bitch. She like six foot. I call her Bigfoot. The bitch fell off. I said, get up on your good foot because she got shot in the foot. Three times. Like, I'm sorry. I just had to throw it out there. Keep going. MJ. And this had, this did not all just start this. Had, they had been having beef about this and like, uh, and specifically about the incident of Megan getting shot. It's just really coming to a back. head. Right, exactly. So it's coming to a head now. So Megan like went on um, Breakfast Club and talked about it. But but Nikki, it's just it's one of those things when you're mad online and you're just having and you're just tweeting through it and you're saying, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. But you're you're mad, you know. So mm. Nikki's obviously very upset and has had a lot of tweets um, in response. And so this has been like, if you are still on Twitter, which uh, there's really no reason to be there anymore, in my opinion, but I'm still there. And it, is, it was like the only, it was the singular story of the weekend was this beef. And I, like I said, I felt very um, inadequate to uh, to follow it. Because yes, I love me a super bass. Um, I used to be a big kind of casual fan of Nicki Minaj, but I know over the years, her politics and her choices and her like the way she speaks about things publicly has just kind of taken a bit of a turn um and megan the stallion seems great and this beef seems like um yeah it, it was one of these things where i was like okay i am gonna try to learn about this but i also don't feel equipped to weigh in on it yeah also to know with the bigfoot thing megan was shot in the foot so that's like a big part of it and uh the other thing i was gonna say was just like the the best part 
the best thing going on with it in a way is the fact that Vega the Stallion just has not responded at all to any of this like tantruming happening you know so she's it's just playing been- it fairly cool even when she was on breakfast club she didn't really name any names she was just like people are mad but i'm gonna fight she said a hit dog will holler she's like i'm basically gonna stand up for myself and defend myself but yeah but then over the weekend Nicki minaj did do like an instagram live and she was like put like she kept posting like like furiously posting lyrics from the the track that she dropped on Monday, Bigfoot, and also even brought up, she accused Megan the Stallion of lying about everything except her birth date, but she also mentioned Megan's mother, Holly Thomas, who died from cancer in 2019. Mm. So she's bringing, she's like just attacking mm-hmm. in she's every hard. way. Yeah. And it, do, it really does seem like I, I'm trying to find like crazy things that Megan the Stallion is saying in retaliation. And I'm really not finding it. <laughs> and this might change over the week, but I don't know. And it just makes me like Megan the Stallion more. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm telling you, I again, love you, Barbs. Love you guys. <laughs> Nicki Minaj and the fan and, the, and her super fans are a bit. It's uh, of a, a bit. It's so funny how now, like I never used to look at fandoms like this growing up right where it was like it wasn't like it was like the new kids on the block fans versus the backstreet boys fans you know what i mean or or something like that or even madonna fans versus britney spears fans you know it didn't really feel like that now everybody has an army everybody's got their army of people who like are faceless and exist on social media and we give them names and they they fight for their pop idol like it's their fearless leader that and they're you know and and they're in the united states of Nicki minaj or of taylor swift or whoever it may be it's just it's you know and that's why it was very interesting uh, what doja cat was doing where she like was it was it felt like such a move to be like fuck my super fans you're not you're not like my buddies you know what i mean or whatever it is or you're not like i i don't I don't like lead you. You know what I mean? (laughs) There's no allegiance here. Uh, I've just whatever. And, you know, and some could see that as like being disrespectful because she said a lot more than what I just said. And it it could easily be taken as disrespectful to the fan base. But at the same time, in a way, I commend it because it's like this is so much scarier when like you have someone who's a huge deal, who has a massive following and they have no issue with going, hey, attack this person. I want you to attack this person. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is a great example of it. Literally what happened yesterday. 
Confused Nicki Minaj fans send Ruby Rose death threats in Megan Thee Stallion beef because they accidentally confused there is a rapper, Ruby R-U-B-I Rose, who threw shots at Minaj on Sunday. Ruby Rose, the actor that has nothing to do with this, and so now they are being inundated with death threats even though they had nothing to do with it. So this is why, like, I am, the, like, there's a reason why we don't talk about these things. There is yeah. also a piece of this that is, I think, some important context in terms of, like, to shed a little bit of light on how Nikki is acting, which was that she also congratulated Ben Shapiro <laughs> on his diss track. And uh, or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, wait, and, wait. I forgot if I've been. Uh, I've already been told we're going to be hearing this on Jack and with the Holdies this Friday. This Ben Shapiro rap track, I guess. Yeah, Ben Shapiro did a did a thing, and and then Nikki said, "Congrats to him." Yes, and like so, a lot of people were like talking about how disappointing that was because like so much of Nikki's fan base is queer people. Um, and obviously Ben Shapiro is a massive um, homophobe and transphobe. And so, so that was, I mean, just to align yourself ever with Ben Shapiro is just a strange choice. And so there's just a lot of strange choices happening over there. Well, MJ, I think it's a fine choice. I love Nicki Minaj and I love <laughs> Barb's. And I just want you guys to know that. You know what I mean? And everything I said, they forced me to say that anything I said negative, they made me say it. Yeah. This is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Don't email us. <laughs> yeah. No. I Stop. I just, I get scared. Don't dox me and my family. I have a little girl. <laughs> they doxed an autistic influencer just no. for saying that they liked no. Megan Thee Stallion's video. No, no, no. do it. Everyone's going to know where your little she girl poops and pees on the she floor, has, Holden. Oh, my God. How dare you? I'm potty trading right now. I'm covered. I'm knee deep in piss and shit right now. Um, uh, man, back to I just grounded myself Piss hard. Wow, and oh, shit. back to reality, just pissing shit for all the big real reality. But anyways, I she has little yep. hands. She has little hands. So anyways, <laughs> just don't even worry about it, Barb's. Love you, Barb's. Like, all right, what, what, don't insult anyone. Oh, hands. your child has her little hands. hands. I thought you were talking about Nicki Minaj. I was like, we don't need. What yeah, are you yeah. talking about? That's my I response think our hands to are Bigfoot. Fine. My response to Bigfoot. Her hands are fine. My response to Bigfoot is little hands. That's the whole thing. It's like my response. So I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah, well, she's got a big foot, but you got little hands. Cute little hands. Cute little hands. Oh, no, you, that's when you bring in Jewel, and you have Jewel at, like, at your side. She goes, <laughs> and then Nicki Minaj decks her in the face. That's <laughs> what I'm saying that she would do I'd it. I'd pay for that, though, dog. That's that's a show I'd sign up to watch, dude. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in between my evil reality shows right now. Everything's too wholesome. It's all Queer Eye and um, Love in the Spectrum for me because trust is over I and know. it's killing me. And that's why I, you know what? I genuinely was upset. I want to say thank you to everybody that sent in the video of Tyra Banks being kind of attacked by two people in furry costumes <laughs> at the NBA yeah, This game. was also page seven bait. This for was sure. page yeah. seven bait, except for the fact that I am sad that it was all planned. 
I got genuinely sad that I was like, I thought that this was just something that was happening to her. And of course, Jackie, come on. Of course, it's all planned. But can a woman dream that she was just trapped in this situation and didn't know how to get out of it? As someone that read and took time to read aloud Model Land, and I do feel that I can speak after having lived inside of Tyra Banks's brain for a moment in time. I'm really sad that this wasn't a real video. Yeah, I know. I, I We t- talk a lot about how we don't like pranks here um, at page seven. This is why we started April Reels Day. And I just feel like... God, don't even bring it up. It's coming up and I've got I nothing know. to say. I've I got know. nothing to fucking say to either one of you. We've got time. We've got we've got a few months. Maybe we've it's got not a, a holiday months. we need to celebrate every year. Maybe we can just uh, <laughs> skip wow. it this I cannot year. believe these, my two co-hosts, are trying to squirm like a it's little It's a leap worms. year. Maybe we don't it's do it this year. year. It's a it leap year. It's a leap year. Are you kidding? me unbelievable now i'm bringing real tough truths no. oh yeah mama <laughs> i'm bringing them big truths. maybe we replace it with like a, a different page seven <laughs> challenge like we can like figure out what food we're gonna eat in the shower like jessica beal or something we could just do no, something it's else gotta page be painful. it's gotta be like putting we have to electric shock our genitals or something uh, something for, as painful you know I mean? as eat, telling the truth no. we have to eat the hottest hot sauce we can find while getting our genitals electroshocked. It's either that my or chest. April Reels. You pick. I've got bad acid. Yeah, Jackie's acid <laughs> could never handle hot ones. It'll be a problem. It'll be a acid. problem. It'll be a problem. I, I just don't like the PR prank. Like the it's a prank and What's everybody it thinks it's fun. For? What's it even an yeah, ad for? Yeah, what is what is We don't know yet. Uh, we don't know. We just know that it's uh the same company, whoever set it up. Yes. It is the same company that did, which I also included the um I, I think the comedy set that set the world aflame, I guess, just because of this viral video of a person getting escorted out of Mark Norman, a, a friend of ours, a comedian friend of ours. Mark Norman was doing a set and someone was escorted out and like obviously like being run out of the theater. And so Mark Norman had no idea what was going on. And uh, eventually everyone was evacuated from the building. And it, it seemed like it was a very upsetting situation. Yeah. But turns out it wasn't. Uh, it was all it was a, a PR thing. It was a PR thing. And it's the same company that did the Tyra Banks thing as and well. we still don't know what the fuck it's an ad for. This shit is going to make me insane. Like the, I, the AI deepfake stuff is really, really bad and really, really scary. And also, I'm sorry, but the idea of just like creating a mass panic public event in a theater yeah, at a time when we live like, in that's a very fucking upsetting. country that is like riddled with mass shootings and like other public like terror. It is so weird to be like, it's it was a bit. You were scared. You had to leave the theater. I don't think that's funny at all. I yeah. Think, I think that's very upsetting. Couple things. Couple things. First of all, Little Bird told me it's for some new Donald Glover TV show. I don't oh, know how true that is, but whatever. Little Bird told me that. Second of all, apparently Mark Norman had no idea it was that what that was, was that, that was going to happen. And if you know Mark, I mean, his whole thing is he's incredibly like socially awkward. He has a lot of like issue, like a lot of anxiety around social stuff and so it just feels especially mean to do it to him yeah. of all people uh, and then um, the third thing is uh, the club did know about it and the next day was like if anybody uh, anybody in the audience was to contact us and, and come to a free show let us know it's like fuck off are you kidding no, I would never yeah, go back. that was like, weird what? too to be like eh, you, you get a fr- another sorry your show had to be evacuated in a scary way 
You they get made to come everybody back. leave. Yeah, no, this fuck girl no. gets on stage. Like this girl, this this or this lady gets on stage. Who's who's all? And I'm sure she was in on the act, obviously. But she like did nothing in the moment that would give anybody a sense of like everything's maybe okay. She got up on stage, was like everything's fine. Everyone needs to leave. Everyone's got, and she was like playing it up in this really scary way. And then he was getting like tased out front of the like just outside the doors as they like dragged him the guy out it was felt so unsafe and weird and i'm not trying to be like so delicate it just sucks it just is one of those things also it was like they paid money they went out to the comedy club that night who knows how much effort went into that because some people have to get fucking babysitters and shit and you're gonna like fuck their night up for some dumb i hate these pranky Public. I like some guerrilla marketing school, but when it's this kind of shit, I don't care about the Tyra shit. Whatever. That's yeah, the Tyra shit's cute and fine fun. and fun and yeah. Don't do because and also if you're gonna do it, I, I need to be really clever and smart what you're doing. And that's what I hate so much about like YouTube prank videos. I find them to be incredibly lazy and hacky. And you know what I mean? Right. Just incredibly like boring and like eye rolly, right? Uh, and so I just don't, I, it, it pisses me off how little effort gets put into these really like for uh, actual people in the world are really scary situations. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, Especially I just, right now, like there's just so much horrible things going on. Like, exactly. Do we need this right now? If Is we, this what we fucking need? If we didn't live in a country where we were unfortunately like frequently not safe in public, right. <laughs> like because of like the, again, we just, we just live in a country of constant mass shooting. So the idea of evoking like everybody needs to leave Scary. is just it's really weird. Like that's just not a fun. Yeah. It's just not a fun thing. And I know we have to, Move on, but I we oh, I guess we have to wait till leftovers to talk about Jessica Biel eating in the shower. Yes. I feel like we really we'll about, we, got, we had a lot to talk about this week. We're I didn't even realize how much we had to get through this week. So eating in the shower. Check us out. Oh, yeah. Check Listen, us out on the leftovers. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. We're gonna be talking about so much more than what we were able to talk to about in today's episode. So get get on that five dollar layer if you want to hear some more of the juicy bits. But also if get- you want the $10 layer, which is what we are. We just released the second episode yeah. of Buffy. We are now getting fully, it, we are getting seduced by Giles. And uh, we have found out that Giles is not a creepist, even though I have asked multiple times and made sure Giles is not going to end up being a creepist. Apparently, he's just a daddy. Come join us for the ride over on patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. I can't wait to meet Miss Calendar. Anyways, hit me with the share. Do you believe it? These personal celeb anecdotes from listeners. That's right. It's a grab bag mail episode. I got two very, two very fun. It was like neither were enough to do a full, but they're fun together in this little two one two punch. Love you got it. two. Great. Do you believe today? Is this Taylor Swift as a psyop? Because we know that's true. <laughs> we already yeah, covered that. I've got plenty of those. We've definitely got plenty of those as well in the conspiracies. Uh, but no, this one uh, is about old Timothy Chlamydia. This one comes in from Liz. Subject line, Timothy Chlamydia confirmed. I would know. And Liz writes, hey, gang, I'm catching up on page seven from the holidays, but I'm writing in for the first time to say, Timothy, 100% spread chlamydia around NYU. I personally know someone who contracted chlamydia from him while a student at NYU around 2016. Yes! Wow. Getting to the bottom of it! It's a historical fact, and he was very well known for his sexual escapades. Wish I had more details about his actual fuck abilities, but sadly, I don't. Love you guys. Love page seven. Love a fellow monster fucker. Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love Monster this. Monster Fuckers Unite! 
Now, is there monster fucking in Crescent City? Do, do monsters get their dicks? No. Well, hard it depends or... on if you see like the Malachim, which are angels. If you see them as a monster, as monsters, like it really depends on how you feel about because there is fucking angels. I'm not a. I'm not a monster. I'm an angel. Now, no, please. An angel. Watch the cum dribble out. All right, anyways. Honestly, sometimes we do read about the cum dribbling out. All right. Sometimes you add a little dribble. That's what you're going to do. You're playing basketball down there these days. I don't know what's going on. But anyways, uh, this one comes in with the subject line, Gaylor support Carly Kloss anecdotal evidence question mark. They write, hi, my favorite people. Uh, I went to the same schools growing up as Carly Kloss as she was in my sibling's grade a few years older than me. We know her family pretty well, and I was in classes with her younger twin sisters my entire K through 12. Her family got a lot of bad press for having such a famous family member. My sister told me they dealt with death threats and all kinds of things uh, sent to their old address. That is so horrible. they stay pretty quiet now. What is yeah. wrong with people? The very death threat heavy episode uh, this week. Carly herself became a massive success once someone discovered her when she was way too young, like at age 12 in a mall, and began her modeling career. We'd see her on billboards, and it was very much a I-know-her type of thing for people from St. Louis. This was the era of America's next top model, so it was really cool to have someone we knew doing that. I hope that 12-year-old was thin enough. (laughs) (laughs) Carly was very much the it girl, but despite that, she was always the opposite of conceited. She always was really sweet, insanely smart, with great grades, talented in many ways, and was super tall and super striking. Wow. She would come back to the I high school. That. Did Taylor write this? I think Taylor <laughs> Swift wrote this. She would come back to the high school after she was done traveling. Shape so of was, her body is blue. <laughs> so it, was sort of, it was sort of Obviously rare to she's see gay. her. Yeah. <laughs> One time after a high school play, I passed her while walking, and she gave me this dazzling smile, and my inner closeted gay nearly had a stroke. Aww. I don't know any more personal details about Taylor, but just based on my knowledge of Carly throughout the years, I'm 100% behind Gaylor. She's just one of those people who's got it all while still being a good person. And she and Taylor have known each other for so long. Anyways, just wanted to add my two cents as a sapphic. I can dig it, and it's my favorite conspiracy. Best of y'all. That's Thank you great. so I much. Thank Anon. you for that information. This was great. Like I feel like I don't I don't know if I ever had an opinion on Carly Klaus, but uh or Carly Klaus, I I, I guess I like her now. I think the assumption with that sort of I model type that. is that they wouldn't be all the things that this person described. You know what it I mean? It makes me so happy. I love hearing positive things yeah. about people. And and I love, like, oh, that's such a wonder. Thank you for writing this in. Right. They yeah. stayed, you know, they got hugely famous very young, but they kept it real and they were like a good student and yada, yada, yada. That usually don't hear all of that. Yeah. For sure. But also, I think this person's just very gay for Carly Claus. I get it's it. It's kind of hard. I get it. You know, when I had the crush on, you know, Jennifer in middle school uh, she could do no wrong she was so talented and she was beautiful and she was she was to me she was famous like in the school but she like kept it so real you know what I mean like it it was crazy I feel the same way about Aragorn like I look at him and I'm just like I'll never be enough for you yeah you're like a king you are my everything you're like a king or whatever and you keep it so real you like wear dirty boots like he didn't even want to be the king but then like he has to be it's like he has to be of the king and like it's just like his destiny and like he maybe he wants to kiss me he believes in duty and he understands the duty of a man's sexual favors towards his wife 
And that's you talk about the duties that are all over your floors uh, right now. <laughs> deep and just, I feel like I'm living in uh, Army Hammer's father's <laughs> chair. I'm just bring up Army Hammer's Don't, don't. You're not. Is that how you look at the potty? Do you look at the potty yeah, now yeah, every time? You're like, a, oh God. Oh, call God. The teacher to call the potty Army Hammer's, Hammer's dad's, dad's chair. chair. Yeah, Hammer's dad's chair. <laughs> it's long. She'll get it eventually. She'll but. figure it out. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, yeah. not, honestly. Ever, she never figures that out. But regardless, um, that's my uh, that's my celebrity conspiracy of the week. I love that. I, honestly, I love, I feel like there's two twin desires that live in each of us. One is to like hate people who were popular and beautiful because I feel like a lot of like the, especially in the 90s, but maybe still now, like the media we consumed was like, aren't those people awful? Mm -hmm. And we hate them. They're so beautiful and cool. And don't you wish you were them? And so we hate them. But I feel like there's another twin, which is like, if they're nice, they can be beautiful and cool and popular. And it doesn't mean they're a bad person. They yeah. might be a good person. And I love the idea that Carly Kloss was like radiant and popular, but like also just great. There are some people like that who are perfect, but you don't hate them for it. You love them for yeah. it. You just love them. Agreed. Like Mariah Carey, you know, it's why we I would I wouldn't name Mariah Carey first in that <laughs> whoa, example. But... Whoa! Well, I guess I'm going to take my shock and upset, and I guess I'm going to take it to the list. Oh, who's on the list? Check A. Gotta have that list. Moments celebrities should be deeply embarrassed about. Oh. These go all. It's all across the board. Things like which I mean, we understand this suffering from postpartum depression. Tom Cruise says you need vitamins and exercise, and you should never take antidepressants. Ooh. Thanks, Tom Cruise. Thanks, Scientology. <laughs> yeah, and that is yeah. just fun. What about the time Avril Lavigne's best advice for getting the man of your dreams is to just wait for him to take the initiative? She says, men like a chase. It's good, too, when you can be yourself and no one's trying too hard. This is what we had to list. contend with. Our, the millennials grew up with this type of advice, and I'm just so glad that I think it's not quite like that anymore, where it's like, no, 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 you have to wait for him to do it. Yeah, yeah. You can't I, do anything. No. I love this list. This is great. I love I foot never, and mouth shit. I think I was always scared. I, I was always the aggressor anyway, so I never listened to it. But then I always felt like I'm not one of the usual girls. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm mm -hmm. just like such a Bella. <laughs> Singer-songwriter Candy Burris suggested licking your finger, coating it in sugar, and sticking it up your vagina to make it more sticky so that it, quote, feels like it's grabbing him Yikes! What? And wouldn't yeah. it hurt the dick, I think, <laughs> and the pussy? Don't put sugar in your don't no. do, I mean, and it's so unhealthy. It's so no sugar in the pussy. We just talked about yeast infections don't. and stuff. Ooh. Don't do that. Yeah. Make it feel like it's grabbing, grabbing him. Grabbing him more. I don't need to feel like anything's grabbing <laughs> me. Uh, what am I going to put my snail mucin up there? At least yeah, it would hydrate at the, the same world? time. Yeah, there's so much better, stickier stuff, too, than sugar. Yeah, you should put a bunch of fly traps up there. <laughs> yeah, or something. Like the uh, sticky yeah. tape. Just cover sticky, it in yeah, sticky fly tape. tape. Fly, fly tape. Yeah, yeah, fly tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yikes. Well, Tiffany Haddish claims that the government doesn't want you to know about the health benefits of drinking turpentine, <laughs> especially as a cure for the common cold, and that a teaspoon of turpentine, quote, 
won't kill you. But scientists say that it totally can. <laughs> Keep it moving, Tiffany Haddish. I, 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 there's just, it's certain things like that where it, it makes me think of uh, um, uh, Mother God. Did you guys? Yes. Did you, you go, yeah, the, the Mother God the when blue, she was drinking the. Uh, I always forget the oh name God, of it. The blue it? something. The, or no, no, I, the silver. Yes. Colloidal, colloidal silver. Colloidal silver. Yeah, but it turns you blue. That's why it's complicated. It's a colloidal silver, but it turns your skin blue. Turns it turns you blue. What about Miranda Kerr that loves leech facials? <laughs> they work this way. Leeches suck blood from your face, and then you smear the blood around. I think that leech facials don't make any sense, a top dermatologist <laughs> has said. But sometimes you got to smear it around. Now, this is just good motherly advice. Martha Stewart told her daughter that if your husband is rich but ugly, you shouldn't have his kid. Stewart said you should have a hot guy's kid and raise it as your husband. Wow. <laughs> that is something that a boomer mom would say. Like, can't you just imagine, like, you know, your mom sitting you down and be like, I'm going to give you some advice. And you're just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's I, I think it makes it more fun that way, though. Yeah. Now, the other things you shouldn't be eating, probably Shailene Woodley recommended eating clay as a means of cleaning out heavy metal toxins in your body. Shailene Woodley, I like you a lot. Why are you talking about the toxins? Everybody needs to relax about the toxins. She says clay is great for you because your body doesn't absorb it and apparently provides a negative charge. Apparently. So it bonds to negative isotopes. Absolutely. I haven't heard a lot of toxin oh. talk in a little bit. It's been kind of nice. I've been... I've been free of toxin chat. It's like everything was toxins for a while. So many times. Your liver is the detoxifier, people. Well, what's it's so funny the is liver. you want and you want like gut bacteria and all this kind of stuff. It's like an ecosystem in there. You don't want to like clean. Same with the pussy. Innards. Also an ecosystem. Yeah, you want that per pussy dirty, man. You want to be shoving <laughs> mud up in there. It's a self-cleaning system. <laughs> exactly. It's a self-cleaning oven. Exactly. You don't need to you be. just shut the door and hope for the best. <laughs> and actually, yeah. there are some detox teas on this list like Kylie Jenner and Demi Lovato's. And they were promoting detox teas, even though lots of people have said that this is not the way to go about it. Dangers include electrolyte and mineral imbalances, severe dehydration, internal organ damage, and laxative dependence. It's no good. It's not good for you. Yeah. And stop drinking all your turpentine. <laughs> well, it's just crazy. I mean, just, you know, celebrities, you know what I mean? They're just yeah, man. the same as They're us. just like us. They're just like Love us. Love you, Barbs. Love Barbs. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> well, we'll just we'll just edit in a totally different person's celebrity and fan base's name. We're just like, I don't know. I just feel like what Ariana Grande has been doing lately is just all those Arianators. <laughs> yeah, the Arianators I mean, haven't come after us. We're not on any lists about that, as far as I know. No, they seem okay. They just love her no matter what she does. But, you know, she's not... She's not leading attacks on anyone these days. Whoa, I didn't Until know Until SpongeBob breaks her heart. They're just going to lead an attack on the fucking bottom of the ocean, but we'll get there later. Well, did you know that Megan Fox was fired from Transformers Dark of the Moon for a Hitler remark? Yes. In an interview in 2009, Fox said of director Michael Bay, he 
He wants to be like Hitler on his sets, and he is. Transformer series producer Steven Spielberg immediately got on the phone to Bay and told her him to fire her right now. What wow. a dumb... I just don't know why you would... It's so foolish to me. You gain nothing from making that kind of remark, and you lose... You stand to lose everything. I've just never understood the risk-reward to making statements about, like, your boss like that in like a big interview you know and that's yes. not it's like also on this list is Lars von Trier saying I understand Hitler I sympathize with him like that is <laughs> obviously uh something that should very much get you canceled I'm not saying that she shouldn't have been like gotten in trouble for that but also it's just like don't use that as a metaphor to be like you're a boss you're a bad boss like Hitler like it's you're not even saying yeah, like I like that Hitler <laughs> like that, but you're just it's like don't do this don't you understand that this is hurtful this is not something you should do there's like yeah, a, it feels very irresponsible to compare most people to Hitler. Yeah, I it's just one of those things you, sh- you don't invoke that when yeah. we do that a lot because yeah. it kind of takes the weight away from it in all these ways. It just yeah. doesn't. It's no good. And last but not least, in 2003, to oppose illegal downloads of tracks from her American Life album before its release, Madonna leaked a fake version of her songs to pirates with MP3 file recordings of her saying, what the fuck do you think you're doing in the middle of it? A hacker then hacked Madonna's official website and posted the real version for everyone to download, which I think is even funnier. I think that it's kind of baller, too, that she did that. I kind of love that shit, you know? Oh, yeah, I think it's fun. Yeah, it's, but I do think it's funny that a hacker that hacked it and put up the regular version anyway. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both There's so many fun. Hitler sympathizers on this list. Uh-huh. There are a lot of Hitlers. I, also, I, that's why I was going past some of them. Yeah, you know? sorry, <laughs> a lot of Hitler. Oh yeah, too, so much Hitler, guys. Just don't. Just stop get, get it rest. Yeah, yeah, watch the uh, Zone of the Enders or whatever that Zone thing. of Interest. Yeah, oh yeah. my God, so good. Enjoy that and stop. <laughs> Stop feeling akin to. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. But that's my list for you guys. Wow. There you go. I, I can see the list is done, but I can't see anything else. I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, oh we, we can't, can't see them. This, you'll never guess it. This desert festival is rethinking their lineup. You'll never guess that one. And, <laughs> oh, are in ta- it's, and it's not Bonnaroo. <laughs> are in talks to have the foreign one, are in talks to have the foreign one named A-list singer with that booty everyone lusts for to perform. I'm sorry, they want them to perform there? Yeah, they're in talks to have them perform as a uh, headliner. A one-named bootylicious person. That's right. So what's the festival? Coachella. It's, it's Coachella. And who would the big-assed, fun-butted, one name singer be who would it be Shakira yes wow. rumor has it her team was trying hard initially to get her on as a headliner but Coachella declined for unknown reasons and I since read that they've been having their worst ticket sales in like a decade or something like that I mean, really makes sense literally everyone is sick I think that every single pro- like I I would also not really want to be around that many people out in the desert oh, oh like that, okay, I see what you're saying. Like everyone, yeah, you just, it's like, a, are we in it? We're in like a surge right now. Is that what's happening? Yeah. We're in, surge oh, yeah. Co- yeah, we're yeah, in yeah. a surge cola right now. Everybody's <laughs> getting it. Well, that and 
I mean, the headliners, I, I guess, aren't too bad. Like, Friday's uh, Lana Del Rey, Saturday's Tyler, the Creator, and uh, Sunday is uh, Doja Cat, right, for both weekends. Was it last year that it got all crazy rained and flooded? I think that oh, was, maybe. I can't remember yeah. if that was last year or two years ago. I'm just trying to think of reasons of why ticket sales are so down. Like, is it, like that would definitely give me pause as well. I think if you look at this lineup, it's a bit underwhelming compared to previous years. I for see how much money it is too for how much money it is how much of a commitment and their big reveal is like and we got no doubt which is pretty exciting but i don't know how excited like i don't know how excited people who are huge lana del rey tyler the creator and doja cat fans are about no doubt right that sounds like more of a, i am surprised that doja cat is headline yeah that's what i'm saying it's kind of like yeah and tyler the creator too i love i love tyler the creator but in terms of the like biggest headliner you could you could put up there. I don't know if that's like moving the needle as much. I don't know. I hate saying that about Tyler the Creator though because I think he's it's great. It's like twenty eighteen was Beyonce, yeah. right, and Homecoming and stuff. And right. then like I feel like it's like how can you? What do you do after that? Top right? Man. Yeah, it, it, nothing do? feels yeah. close to a Beyonce for this whole festival. And if you look at the whole you know rundown, I mean, I'm I'm not really much one to talk because I'm not as keyed into what's really popular uh, these days, but it just doesn't... I don't see anything where I'm like, oh my god, that I can't believe they got them. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you got Ice Spice on there. You've got... I mean, I'd be excited about Sabrina Carpenter. I mean, Chapel Rowan. Chapel Rowan's totally there. Chapel Rowan's hitting a lot of the festivals this summer, and I'm really excited for her. Talk about PSYOPs, though. I will say and very proud of her that she... um, she gets people to sign up to vote in the like before her shows. Oh yes, that's awesome. Did we talk awesome. about how you guys are in a Chapel Road promo video? Yes. Oh wait, we haven't oh talked about the show. I don't, I don't think know we talked we about it on talked the big about show. That was so cool. I, I knew as soon as Jackie started talking, I knew we were going to be in something because she just turned on that Jackie charm. So well, I was too stuck. Why do you say it with such malice? <laughs> she turned on, she turned on Jackie Trump. I think because I was just my next, and I was reacting to my next sentence in tone, which was I was too high to talk. I can, and what's, what's great is that I don't think anyone else could tell, but just me knowing you, when I saw the video, I was like, Holden is blazed. And he's like, I'm going to so let Jackie high. talk. And Jackie's like, yes, bitch. We love you, bitch. I'm not in a crazy costume, but I'm in like a, I'm dressed in a thing and there's a camera and we had to like sign releases and yada 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 plus I was like wait are we supposed to be inside and then we did get inside just in time for the sound check after that but um yeah Jackie killed it and I was like oh we're totally getting in something there's no way because that was like perfect I so. couldn't believe we were on the promo video it made me feel like a superstar I was like Chapel Rowan has seen my face <laughs> yeah and that is I am 36 years old it is sad <laughs> to feel this way um but I'm just excited. I, and Chapel Rowan probably didn't see my face. I'm sure she is a team of people that does it for her. But what if she saw my face? She I think might she have. did because she, I mean, I feel like, she, well, she probably does have a full on social media person, but I don't know. She might, she might have seen that video. She probably saw the video. At Maybe. Least, the cut of the video. Maybe. She probably still has to approve stuff, probably. Yeah. But, anyways. In conclusion, uh, it seems like maybe they're in talks with Shakira because they're scrambling because they need like some more beef on that lineup. I mean, none of the passes are sold out yet. Yeah. But like, again, if you're going to pay, it starts at five hundred dollars. So if you're going to start at five hundred dollars, like you better be bringing that bring it for three days. Can you get a day pass, though? 
for, is it still five hundred dollars for just one day? That's way. That's completely. Uh, I don't think so. That's crazy. Anyway, well, general admission passes start at six hundred. Jesus Christ! No, absolutely not. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's Anyways. A lot. All right, uh, up next, this A-list singer wants to wait until the end of his tour to announce his long-awaited split with his wife. Justin He's Timberlake. A, yes, Justin yeah. Timberlake, Jessica Biel. Which we didn't even uh, talk Timber- about the JT Brit stuff. We're going to talk about it on The Leftovers. We'll have to That's get to it. That's why she's eating in the shower. She's sad eating in the <laughs> shower. Sad eating. Yeah, Tim- sad eating. Timberlake recently uh, released the song Selfish. We'll talk more about the other part of that story in The Leftovers, but I will just say um, Selfish has lyrics such as, your lips were made for mine and my heart would go flatline if it wasn't beating for you all the time. I want every bit of you. I guess I'm selfish. It's bad for my mental, but I can't fight it when you're out looking like you do. But you can't hide it. Can't hide it. You just start saying it's bad for my mental. It's bad for my mental, but also mental. What was selfish, JT, was you holding hands with someone else while you're out. If you're gonna cheat, do it behind closed doors. Yeah, cry me a river. JT, yeah, cry me a river. I don't trust. Uh, all right, last one. While doing press for their very successful movie, this illiterate actress and her co-star have only been using one room. Apparently, the fake relationship is now real. Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney, Glenn Powell, anyone but you just recently surpassed the $100 million mark at the box office. I kind of wanted to go see it. And I was I like, want to see it. I tried to get... Jeff to go see it with me, and I was like, "Come on, Sydney Sweeney's in it. She's got, she got." The, he's like, "It's not enough for me to watch that movie." I, <laughs> You're I like, "She's got big honkers. Don't yeah. you want to watch this movie?" Apparently, and he's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, "I'm not 17." Well, that's literally. <laughs> he was like, "Jackie, she's like 13 years old," and I was like, "She's not. She's, I mean, not. she's an adult. Well, not just she's old I think it was only back when I was the horniest peak horny of of being a like. I think that's also teenager. What yeah, into early 20 year old. Uh, th- like that's how horny you had to be to go see a movie just to see a woman in it that's not even necessarily getting like naked you know what I mean like I've got He's like, I got a great piece of ass at home. I don't need to go to the movie theater to stare at one on a screen. Definitely thought he was going to say free pornography on my phone, but that too. He also has a delicious, no, uh, wonderful piece of ass. It's because he loves me, damn it. <laughs> uh, though they have denied any funny business, Glenn Powell did break up with his girlfriend of over three years during the making and promotion of this filmic experience. Who's the SpongeBob now, dog? Whoa. All right. Also, I want to say thank you to whoever wrote in that told us to look up Frankie Grande. Because apparently Frankie Grande and Ethan Slater, aka SpongeBob, look very similar to each other. Yes. And um, which is that's Ariana's brother, by the way. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they look similar. It's a whole thing. How does anybody look similar to Ethan Slater? There's, he's, he looks like a very unique man. Yeah, you'd think <laughs> All that. right, I'm looking up Frankie Grande I mean, right Frankie now. Grande wow. looks like a very unique person as well. Wow. Yeah, right? Right? Wow. I, am, I know, it's surprising. I am surprised. I don't know what I was expecting, but he does You look... expected a lie, but you found a truth. Wow. There you go. Huh. Well, Lexi looks like Avery, so I get it. That is not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I can see you again. You guys passed my evil test, and we are here at the end of the episode of Page 7. Thank you for your evil test, Holden. You're and welcome. And thank you, everybody else, also for joining us. And if you want to give us evil tests, not to the barbs, but if there are other <laughs> evil tests you want to give Give us. I'm sure that we will take them. 
My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. I feel like I've just have so much thirst in my life right now between Lord of the Rings and Crescent City that, like, I don't know what to do with myself. But I just want to thank you for being here with me in my time of need when I'm talking to you, but I'm also thinking about Hunt Athelar and what's going on with him in my mind space. So please come hang out over on our Patreon. You can follow me on Instagram first at Jack That Worm. And then also come hang out on our Patreon, patreon.com slash page seven podcast, because we've got Buffy every week. We are in the middle of a soul to keep. Also shout out to the ancient magus. I don't know how to say magus, M-A-G-U-S, which apparently is the, um, is the, uh, I think it's an anime, if I remember correctly, that a soul to keep is possibly based on. So I'm going to look into that further, and thank you for letting me know. Hell yeah. Uh, check me out on twitch.tv forward slash holdenators ho. Uh, ho! Jacket with the holdies every Friday. It's just getting bigger and bigger. I feel like every week we're we're growing our little army, okay? But we will alliance with the barbs because we again are afraid of you. And who's we... gonna be the first person you dox? Ooh, Whoa! I wanna dox <laughs> Chelsea Clinton. Uh-huh. We're getting her. We're gonna gun I'm wow, gonna hashtag you, Hillary Barbie. Gonna hashtag you, Hillary Barbie. Probably yeah. not her first time, unfortunately. Probably not. Hashtag Chelsea Ken. How about that? Whoa. <laughs> Hashtag Chelsea Kent. Yo, and again, I just want to uh, emphasize page seven uh, podcast on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. Just to reiterate, ad free episodes, bonus episodes every week. Jackie does the book club, bonus readings every week, all that for $5. And for just $10, you can enjoy our video, full feed video watch along of the amazing so far already just with two episodes in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, with me, Jackie, and MJ. And A, by the way, our Jersey Shore watch-along slot, people are uh, going on Discord at that same slot on Thursdays at 5 p.m. PT and still are now watching our watch-along together. So join Which I think is fucking awesome. That's so fun, guys. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. If you want to watch it with us, watch... Buffy with a crew of people that still seems to be an operation uh, at this point. So go, oh, go uh, get so over much. there on that too. So there's lots, lots of reasons to watch and ways to get there for it. Um, and uh, I think that's it. MJ. My name is MJ and I'm MJKL cat on Instagram. All right. Hell let's yeah. sing the song. Shout, shout, shout. let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on, we're gonna read it to you. Come on. Oh, I just want to say thank you, thank you for sending in your shoutouts to page7podcast at gmail.com. Again, you can send in your own shoutouts to page7podcast at gmail.com. Oh, we love hearing from you guys, and I always appreciate it. I also want to just give a quick shout-out to Leah, who sent in a recommendation for me to start watching Louder Milk. And I did watch the first season and I kind of like completely forgot about it. And thank you for recommending it. And I'll have to jump back into it. So I appreciate you. And again, we appreciate all your emails over here at page seven, especially your shout outs. This shout out goes out to Emily. Emily says, today I want to shout out my amazing husband. We are huge fans of the podcast and I always try to wait to listen so we can listen together in the car over the weekend. I want to shout from the rooftops about Danny. Because we just launched our own podcast, Yeet 
meet the rich. I'm a comedian and he's not a performer, but he had a great idea for a podcast. We talk about super rich people and all the nice things they claim to do for the world and then all the garbage stuff they actually do. He thought of the great name Yeet the Rich and I was like, well, I'm going to make this podcast with or without you. And he has thrown himself into the project. He gets so excited about researching the topics. He's working on his delivery and presentation on the show. And he's so happy when people send him a message that they're enjoying the podcast. I just want to celebrate him for stepping up to the plate. He's 100% rising to the occasion and going outside of his comfort zone for something that he's excited about. And I'm so impressed with him. Thanks for all the laughs and inspiration. Ah, sending so much love out to you, Emily, and to you, Danny. And again, check out, look up Yeet, Y-E-E-T, Yeet the Rich. Look it up, check it out, send it... Put a smile on Danny's face, won't you? Send in a couple emails to them, too. It would be awesome. Thank you guys so much. And thank you, Emily, for sending in your amazing shout-out. I also have a wonderful shout-out going out to Natalie. Natalie says, I love you all so much, and I want to thank you so much for helping me through so many hard times. Also, hello, Jackie, from a fellow Leo and Florida queen. Ah, it is, you know, quite the fusion of two very strong things, but man, it makes very interesting people. Natalie goes on to say, I'm writing in to shout out myself and my husband, Ian, who is a huge fan of the last podcast network for many, many years. And he brought me in. I'm shouting on my husband for encouraging me to start my podcast. Oh my God, it's double podcast shout outs. The Bookly Podcast. After a year filled with getting formally diagnosed with general anxiety disorder, having to learn to take medication and having to leave two jobs, he encouraged me to do something that would bring me joy and teach me how to exercise my creativity and get me out of my comfort zone. He's truly the best and supportive partner I could have ever asked for, and he deserves all the good things in life. I'm now excited about putting myself out there and talk about books that I love. Your podcast has brought me so much joy, and I look forward to the shoutouts every week. No matter how bad things are, I always smile because of the positivity and courage from the shoutouts. Thank you for everything you do, and thank you, Natalie. And again, check out Bookly. I mean, we did quite a bit of book talking today. So please, now you've got another podcast to listen to that talks about books. Bookly, B-O-O-K-L-Y. Check it out. And thanks so much, Natalie, for writing in. And so much love goes out to you, Ian. And last but certainly not least, we've got Dr. Kim. Dr. Kim has written in, and I do want to say up top, there's a trigger warning for pregnancy loss. So I'll give you a minute if you need to stop this. This is the last shout out, though. So I understand if this is not something that you are in the space to handle right now. So shut it off if you need to. Dr. Kim says, after six months of thinking on it, I decided to write a shout out to myself. I found out I was pregnant in July, and even though I was a bit stunned at first, I was ecstatic. At 35, I thought maybe the chance to have children had passed me by, but there it was, a delightful world-shifting surprise. Despite all my efforts, though, my first ultrasound wasn't positive. The OB threw around the term silent miscarriage, where the baby stops growing, but the body still thinks it's pregnant. I spent the next two weeks waiting to see if my baby would show signs of life. It wouldn't. Then, during the waiting period, I spiked several high fevers and started to bleed. I figured the inevitable had finally happened, but I went to the ER out of an abundance of caution. 
When I got there, my oxygen levels tanked, my heart rate rose rapidly, and I began running at another extremely high fever. After 11 hours in the R, I was admitted to the ICU. I spent five days there. Eventually, I learned I had multifocal pneumonia across both lungs. Oh, my God. And I was going into respiratory failure. I spent the next few days on oxygen, unable to move without assistance. As an added insult, once my vitals stabilized, I had to undergo a DNC to remove the products of conception left inside my womb. My doctors determined that the pneumonia had ended my pregnancy. Without exaggeration, it was pure hell. It's been six months, and... Brush with death aside, I'm lucky. I have a wonderful family who dropped everything to be with me. Compassionate co-workers who texted and visited and called, and friends who never stopped checking on me. Physically, I'm recovering, and I'll be fine. But if I'm being honest, the last few months have been some of the most painful of my life. I wouldn't wish a miscarriage on my worst enemy. I feel like I've been inducted into the world's worst club, and there's no getting out once you're in. Anyway, thank each of you, Jackie, MJ, and Holden, for being my constant companions and keeping me sane on days when I didn't think I'd ever come back from the grief. You three have kept me together as if you were by my side, holding my hands. You and Page Seven really mean the world to me, and all of my love is sent out to you, Dr. Kim. I hope you feel my arms around you as I hug you through your ears. And I'm so sorry that you went through this, but I'm so proud of you for seeing it with the perspective that you are gaining every second of every day. And I'm so, I don't know what to say. I'm sending you all my love. I love you guys so much. And I appreciate you sending in, even when the stories are difficult, because, you know, we all go through difficult things and it's hard to get through them sometimes. And it's good to get it out. It's good to share. It's good to. And right now, Dr. Kim, you are inspiring other people just as you type this. So thank you for sending in your shout out. I really appreciate it. And sending all of my love to everybody out there. Thank you always for listening every week. And I always, always appreciate you. And I thank you for listening every single week. Have a good week and enjoy Crescent City 3 if you're reading it. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.